Hello everyone and welcome to Next Generation Saints. I'm your host, Nick Coons. So I want to talk to you guys a little bit of something I've been seeing a lot on TikTok and I go ahead and cover this one for right now. So there is a man out there named Brandon Robertson. He is a, according to um, <clears throat> BrandonRobertson.com, Brandon Robertson is a gay writer, activist, and minister. He has written on subjects of millennial social uh, justice and competitive spirit co contemplative spirituality and is an lgbtq activist i've been hearing a lot about this guy and i actually saw quite a bit of him on tiktok i've seen other people who do christian apologetics on tiktok talking about this guy and a lot of the times i hear him talking about lgbtq <clears throat> now this guy i will say immediately off the bat he is a false teacher don't believe anything this man teaches he is a um He's a heathen. He doesn't. Um, he may call himself a minister. He may call himself a Christian. He may call himself whatever it is about the Bible. But he knows about as much Bible as Bruce Jenner understands um, genetics. And this guy is far from I can see. He is the epitome of, of what Romans chapter one verse eighteen, going all the way through the rest of the chapter, is talking about. Now, when I talk about LGBT. Notice this, I'm not, I am saying that LGBT people do exist in this world. I am saying, obviously, that it's a sinful nature. But here's the thing, <clears throat> what Brandon does is he comes out and says, and says, God doesn't condemn homosexuality. God doesn't say anything in the Bible about homosexuality. Homosexuality is not in the Bible. You should be able to come out of the closet and just live any way you want because God is perfectly fine with you living any way you want. We actually find this to be inaccurate. And in the Bible, it continuously condemns this. But I want to, we all know this. If you're a Christian, <coughs> excuse me, a lot of allergies going on in here and surprise, and I think I might be coming down with a cold. Anywho, if we look over at the Bible, we all know that homosexuality is a sin condemned by God. Just like other sins are condemned by God, right? Sinful nature. That's what God is sending his wrath upon. But the one thing I want to focus here on is that Brandon is actually, um, Brandon is a perfect example of Paul's prediction of what was going to be coming. Jesus said that in the Bible, he talks about how there will be false prophets who come and that false teachers and they will tell and they will lead many people astray. Paul talks about this later on in Romans and says um, this, the wrath of God is being revealed. This is, uh, sorry, Romans chapter 1 verse 18, going all the way through. The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the ungodliness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness, since what may be known about God is plain to them, because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his internal power and divine nature, have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that people are without excuse. For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God, nor gave thanks to him, but their thinking became futile, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Also they claimed to be wise. Although, sorry, although they claimed to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images made of uh, to look like mortal human beings and birds and animals and reptiles. Therefore, God gave them over the sinful desires of their, of their hearts to sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another. 
They exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served the created things rather than the creator who is forever praised. Amen. So right here we have immediately we're in this world like where Brandon is. He's part of this whole system. That is about we are getting rid of God's truth. We have abandoned God's truth. We find also in our civilization here in America where we talk about, LG, like we were talking about how, <clears throat> never knows how it's, you've probably seen this on social media or seen this elsewhere. You can't say there's more than, there's only two genders, right? How crazy is this? There's only two genders, man and woman. But the Bible clearly teaches that they will get, they will get rid of this. They will, they will exchange the glory of god they will exchange his his wisdom for their own now if we continue on here verse 26 going through because of this god then gave them over to their sinful shameful lusts even their women exchange natural sexual relations for unnatural ones in the same unnatural ones in the same way the men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed with lust for one another men committed shameful acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their errors so not only in this generation are we seeing it where people are picking out false prophets false teachers brandon is that false teacher brandon robertson is that false teacher he is saying that homosexuality, LGBTQ, is perfectly fine. The Bible does not condemn this. And then I've seen people who call them out. And he goes, well, that's your interpretation of the scripture. I'm finding this is, this is a tactic that I've come across so often. Whenever someone doesn't want to believe in the truth that the Bible teaches, they always come up with a phrase, that's your interpretation. That's always the line I hear. Well, you interpreted that that way. You simply interpret it as though God's word is a subjective opinion that we can just pick and choose whenever the heck we want to. That's not how the word of God works. Not at all. Now, here's the only time I can find a subjective system of guessing. When Jesus is walking and, you know, the Pharisees bring the woman uh, caught in the act of adultery, I believe in this book of Luke. Um, I hope, I think it is. And he, she's put down in front of Jesus, right? And the Pharisees say, um, according to the law of Moses, we are to stone such a woman who has committed adultery. What say you? And of course, it's a trap. We all know it's a trap. Jesus knows it's a trap. And what happens is Jesus writes in the sand. Now, in the scriptures, it never talks about what he writes in the sand. We can all speculate. And that's where I would grant someone the right to say, well, your interpretation is he wrote the woman's name down. He inter your, your thought process, he wrote down the names of the Pharisees. There's a bunch of things out there. And I, and I agree that is all just subjective. I would look and say, I, I've, had, I've had someone ask me, what do you think they wrote, Nick? And I go, I don't know. I don't know what Jesus wrote. He could have written anything. I'm not going to... Make an argument from silence. I'm just going to say, I ultimately don't know. I got maybe a thought in my head what may have been written down, but ultimately I don't really focus on it because there's no evidence to say what he actually had written down. So that's what I come across. The only thing I can find that that is really subjective. But the rest of it, like saying homosexuality is a true sin. Now, I'm not going to say that just, I, I know I'm focusing on homosexuality. I know you're probably going, Nick, there's a whole bunch of sins out there. How can you just focus on one? Well, I'm saying for pertaining to this part of the conversation, the, the part of the conversation I'm having with you about what Brandon, um, what uh, 
Brandon Robertson is saying. That is what we're pertaining to. So he's coming out and saying, oh, you know, homosexuality is not condemned in the Bible. I just literally read it out loud for y'all. <clears throat> so it's not, it's not impossible to find. Now, if I continue on here to uh, verse 28, my apologies, I am very tired. Furthermore, just as they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, so not God gave them over to the, the a depraved mind. Now, it's kind of crazy. I come across people who go, wait a second, why would God give you over something? Well, God doesn't want you to be having a depraved mind. He doesn't want you to have all these bad things happening to you. He doesn't want you to basically live in a sinful lifestyle. But if you continuously over and over to turn against him and say, I don't want you there and you resist him, it's going to be like if you're in a relationship, right? And you have someone like, let's say you have like, I'm going to, my mother-in-law is not this way, but I'm going to just use her for just example. So uh, Doris, if you're listening to this, I do apologize. I love you. Just know that. <laughs> if let's say Doris wants to get to know me, my mother-in-law wants to get to know me. And she continuously sends out like letters to me. She wants to spend time. She's trying to show love and affection. I keep pushing her, pushing her. No, no, no. I don't care about you. I don't love you. I don't want to know you. I don't want to know this. I don't want to know that about you. Get lost. Eventually, my mother-in-law Doris would say, fine, I'm going to hand you over. You're doing, I, I don't believe what you're doing is okay, but I'm going to back off. I can let you do your thing. That's fine. So God hands you over to your depraved mind because you're choosing to go against his will. You're choosing to, to follow these teachers that are teaching you that your sinful lifestyle is perfectly fine. And whenever you come confronted by the gospel, it's foolishness. It's an offensive thing. Even Jesus said people would be offended by him. Why? Because you want to live your own particular way. You don't want to live by God's standards. So it's offensive. I've been in jobs before where I've talked to people about Jesus and I was terminated for several jobs for talking about Jesus because people said, oh, you, Jesus said, oh, I'm offended. Why? I don't believe that. And they get really upset and aggressive because Jesus has a way of coming in and revealing who you are. I find people who are being revealed to being who they are are the most aggressive because when you're faced with the, the truthness of who you are as a sinner, it's like the Ten Commandments. I've had people say, like I've seen Kirk Cameron has done with Ray Comfort on Living Waters Ministry, when they confront people and say, hey, are you a good person? I've come across people, I've said, are you a good person? They go, yeah, I'm a good person. They go, well, according to whom? Like, which standard? Because they'll even ask, are you a good person? They'll be like, no, nah, not really. I don't judge myself by the world. I even tell my wife, there's two standards to which you judge yourself by. There's the world standards, which you are a phenomenal individual. You maybe make mistakes, but you can pass us off of just being human. And then other times in which that you were actually, um, you're not good because God's Ten Commandments condemns you. That's why it's like, you're, you know, the, the Ten Commandments were never meant to save anybody. They were meant to show us who we are and point us to need of a, of a Savior. That's where Jesus comes in. So Brandon is teaching about these horrific things. So yes, yeah, so it says here, God gave them over to a deprived mind so they do what ought not be done. They have become filled with every kind <coughs> excuse me, of wickedness, evil, greed, and depravity. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, and malice. They are gossips, slanderers, god-haters, um, insolent, and arrogant, and boastful. I've had so much of that in my life. I've seen so much whenever I preach. I don't know if you guys have ever encountered that. But maybe if you've done the, if you've actually followed the Christian life and preached about Jesus Christ, that's what you come across. 
I find this, Brandon was also in, uh, talked to about this, and he becomes extremely this. He becomes, he becomes a gossip. He becomes um, insolent. He's arrogant. He, he starts running around. And, and I remember one of these videos, he said, Christians, if you want to be a Christian, stop worshiping Jesus. I'm sorry, what? And he actually says this. I'm not going to make this up for you. I'm on this channel. I don't, I don't make things up for you guys. I tell you the truth. He said, stop. Christians, you need to stop worshiping Jesus if you want to be a Christian. I'm going, that's what I mean. He turns people away from Christ. They have no understand. Okay, so uh, verse 31. They have no understanding, no fatality, no love, no mercy. Although they know the righteous decree that those who do such things deserve death, as in separation from God, they not only continue to do these things, but also prove of those who practice them. Guys, what I'm pointing out here continuously is that these people are, are here, and the Bible talks directly about them. Now, here's a big one I want to go ahead and point out really fast to you guys here. Okay, so I briefly looked up really quick about um, another one. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 3. This is where I think Brandon fits in absolutely perfectly, like a hand fit, like a hand in a glove, just absolutely perfectly. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine, instead to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. These people don't want to hear the truth. And I'm hoping if you're listening to this podcast, you want to hear the truth. Because that's all I'm here to do. I'm not here to give you fabrication, to lie, to sugarcoat something to you. I'm not here to, you know, make you feel better. I'm here to deliver the truth of the gospel and my thoughts on it. Because that's what I do. But what I'm seeing here is that people are gathering people like Brandon to them. Because Brandon tells them what they want to hear. He doesn't tell like these other false teachers who come across. They are not there to tell you the truth of reality. They're not there to tell you the truth about the gospel. What comes out of them is nothing but satanic. It's Satan's words. They make you feel really good. It, it, it's kind of crazy because when I think about it, people think, oh, Satan's going to come up to me. He's going to be looking like a little pitchfork guy with a red face, a little, uh, little devilish goatee and, um, and uh, horns on his head. And I've heard people say that. I've heard my own boss say that. I'm like, no, the devil doesn't come to you like that whatsoever. The devil never looks like that to you. Because he's going to go, you're the devil, you're evil. And you'd run away. No, 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 no. The devil comes to you as the mo looking like absolutely gorgeous. The devil comes to you with pleasure and fun. The devil comes to you telling you, affirming your sinful desires. You're not a sinful person. You want to sleep with other men? You're you're like Pete Buttigieg and you want to have sex with another man? That's perfectly fine. That's cool. I'm fine with it. <clears throat> Why should you deny yourself? You want to watch more porn? Go ahead. You know, your wife isn't going to sleep with you anytime soon. You can you can have sex. You can watch some women strip down and have sex with another man. Oh, alcohol? No big deal. Makes you feel good. Why not take it? Come on, man. It's fine. The devil doesn't come to you trying to hurt. It doesn't look like he's trying to hurt you. It looks like he's trying to help you out. 
Brandon is the devil in disguise. His words are satanic. We need to be on guard at all times. Now, another thing I found out right over here, looking at the Bible verses. Now, here's a big thing we have to look at. Because we have these false teachers out there like Brandon Robertson, who is obviously, as I continuously say, is a false teacher. <coughs> so what, what does the Bible tell us about these false teachers? What do we got to do? Well, 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 teaches, Be alert and, sober, and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls like a roaring lion, lion looking for someone to devour. We have to keep an eye out at all times. We have to be sure that we're aware of what's going on. There's only one way we can tell what's really going on. you got to have your Bible open. you got to be reading it. Now, I'm going to come up to the last but certainly not least of my um, verses to point out to you guys, to help you guys out. Now, the Bible also makes one last thing about false prophets and false teachers, and to keep a wary eye out for them. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 15, it states, Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. So people like this will always come around. These people have always been around. They're always going to teach about things that will make you feel better about yourself. They're going to be like, oh my gosh, you know, you don't have anything to be ashamed about. They cut their hair. They're clean shaven. They wear really nice clothes. They look fit. They are smiling. They're happy. They handshake. They do. They present themselves the right way. But ultimately, they're the devil. Plain and simple. And it's best to rebuke these people. But the only way you're going to know if these people are true or false is you got to read your Bible. I can't say this enough. I come across too many Christians or people who claim to be Christian who I say, how do you know all the stuff you know about? I had a guy at work I work with and I asked him, he says all these things about Christianity. And I go, okay, how do you know so much about Christianity? I said, do you read the Bible? He goes, no, I, I don't really read the Bible. I go, okay, I'm would you take time to read it? He goes, I already know it. I go, well, how do you know something if you don't read it? And that's the whole system here. We have to be sober-minded. We have to be awake. We have to be alert to these things. <clears throat> Some people like this show up and say, like, oh, yes, um, I'm a young evangelist, um, evangelical leader, and I'm coming out as a queer. I'm coming out as LGBTQ. And I'm still going to be the leader, but I'm going to tell you that Jesus Christ doesn't condemn homosexuality. Jesus, well, Jesus doesn't talk about homosexuality. The Bible's not against homosexuals. The Bible is for you. God just loves you no matter what. In essence, that's true. But he does say you can't remain sinful. That's why it's called repenting. You recognize that you're doing sinful lifestyle and you turn away from it. But these are the guys who twist the Bible to fit their own narrative. And again, if you ever come across people, and I can't say this enough, I know I sound like an old broken record here, whenever someone says, well, that's your interpretation, that's your interpretation, especially when it comes down to sound doctrine, I go, no, it's not an interpretation, it's you want to have, make sure that the Bible agrees with you. That's why you've taken something that is clearly written and saying, you just interpret it that way. I don't interpret it that way. So, yeah, I, again, with this guy, oh my gosh. 
he's one of those guys I kind of go, I go, a lot of people are going to follow him, unfortunately. A lot of people are going to follow him straight to hell. That's the simple truth. He's going straight to hell. Now, I'm not condemning him and saying ultimately that's his destination. But I am saying is, as he continues on with this lifestyle, as he continues on doing what he is currently doing, as he continues to falsely preach a false message and leading people astray, you know, he's going to end up in hell for this. Now, I know I told you I gave you my last verse, but this will seriously be the last one for this particular episode, right? So, this is a message for Brandon. Two messages, if you ever had a chance to listen to this. I do love you. I do pray for you. I seek that the Lord leads you away from your horrific lifestyle, and even worse, well, better, I should say, leads you away from preaching your false teaching. I pray that you come to know the true Jesus Christ, and not this progressive left-wing Jesus Christ that has been taught. But if you don't, here's the message for you. Mark chapter 9, verse 42. If anyone causes these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble, it would be better for them to if a large millstone were hung around their neck and they were thrown into the sea. If you're going to cause somebody to stumble, Brandon, or anyone out there, if you're going to cause somebody who's a Christian to walk away, it's best for you to drown yourself in the dang ocean. Plain and simple. So anyways, if you guys would like to, I suggest you subscribe to me. Uh, subscribe to Next Generation Saints. I now have a word. Oh, what was it called? Um, WordPress uh, website. Next Generation Saints on there. I'm on YouTube, Spotify, and every other place you can find it. Um, if you have any questions, you want to add anything, or you want to start a topic on something, or want me to talk about something, go ahead and contact me at nextgenerationsaints at gmail.com. Alright guys, well until next time, we meet again. May God richly bless y'all, my dearly beloved.